Welcome to Spoonful of Sugar Podcast with Pam and Amy. We're two friends living in the Midwest with our hobbies and kids. We're living our lives and dreaming of Disney. Join us as we discuss all things Walt Disney World and our love of Disney. This is episode 104. Hello, everybody. This is episode 104 for the week of March 10th, 2019. Miss Amy, so good to see you. Pam Cakes. Woo! Here we are. It's Friday. We're recording yes, on a Friday. Yes, yes. Long week. It has been such TGIF. a long week. Oh. Did you ever watch, like, as a kid, you would yes. watch those TGIF? Yes, yes. Remember the dinosaurs? Oh, that yeah. Show? That was my least favorite. What? That was your least favorite? Yeah, there was Perfect Strangers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then there step was... Step by Step. Step by Step. Full House. Uh-huh. And then there Dinosaurs. was... Dinosaurs. Wasn't there the, the family, like the dad was a cop? Oh, um... They lived in Chicago. Yeah, and Steve Urkel. Yes, Urkel. Got a piece of cheese. <laughs> family Matters. Family Matters. Love yes, it. that was a good one. We that was that a good one. one. That was a good one. Dinosaurs. I can't believe you don't like that one. Yeah, no, that was not my thing. Not my thing. But speaking of blasts from the past and what and was TGIF your thing uh-huh. and what was your thing mm-hmm. well pam we are really excited to be talking about star wars i can tell you're so excited Amy. <laughs> pam i'm trying to be excited she is she's putting in the good effort people <laughs> so we're gonna be discussing this because disney obviously just released the dates of the opening Ooh. of galaxy's edge yeah, it's a little bit of big news a little bit a of big little news bit, so. a little bit but for our icebreaker you were thinking what if we talk about blast from the past because mm-hmm. star wars was a lot of people's thing, thing. Mm-hmm. yeah like Definitely growing up husband's. in the 80s yes my husband all about the heart and it seems like most from our you know the generations on back mostly boys yeah definitely some girls too but you talk to a lot of guys and like oh yes this was their thing they love the star wars yeah. all about it quoting all these lines blah 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 right my son can now quote a bunch of lines from star wars because he's learned them from his father over the years so yes a lot of that going on I, I definitely watched the, the Star Wars movies, but it didn't it didn't yeah. begin in my world. Right, right. So, so what was your thing when you were a kid? You know, I had a couple things. Tell me. Well, I had Barbies. Mm-hmm. I had Cabbage Patches. Ooh. I had My Little Ponies. Aww. And my favorite was Troll Dolls. <laughs> I can so see you with the troll dolls. That is so Amy. My sisters and I would all collect the troll dolls uh-huh. and we would make them into little family units. <laughs> and then I would actually like make little clothes for them because oh, my... that's adorable. Yeah. My Nana gave me all her like scraps of fabric and mm-hmm. buttons and thread mm-hmm. and whatever. And so I would actually like make a little troll doll like clothes for all of them because they come naked. What the heck? You can't just be walking around naked. So, yeah, the trolls need some clothes. How about that hair care, though? It seemed like with the hair all up in the air that, I mean, it just get dirty and messy and crazy. No, I mean, it's just fabulous is really what it is. Okay, mm-hmm, if you say mm-hmm. so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was not into the trolls. Oh, it I just, love no, the trolls. It does not float my boat. <laughs> uh, Tell me, what was your thing? I also enjoy the Barbies. Okay, okay. So this is one of my sad, okay, it's not that sad, very small amount of sad. When I was a girl, 
I was well, you're still a girl, technically. Well, I, I'm a woman now. I'm, I'm a grown adult. But back in my actual girlhood, I was like 11, 10, 11, I remember my parents saying, maybe it was for birthday or Christmas, we will get you the Barbie dream house. What? We will do that. Because, you know, that is like the, the big enchilada oh, of Barbie. Oh, yeah. Land. Heck, yes. The Barbie dream house. And, yes, they had them back then, too. The Barbie <laughs> dream house or we'll move to Indonesia. Guess which one we ended up doing? Moving to Indonesia. That's not what you wanted. That was not what I was going no. for because that was not the Barbie dream house at all. Oh, man. Yeah. You were so close. I was close. I all was I close. had was the Barbie hot tub. Whoa. <laughs> People soup for the Barbies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry you never got your dream house, though. But other than that, I was... How many Barbies did you have? I Okay, this is this is one. Like, give us a ballpark, like 10, 20, 30. I'd say 10, but okay. th- this is an interesting thing. I remember as a girl having this one, it was a Barbie-type doll. It wasn't a Barbie, but it was actually Cher. Remember oh, Cher? Oh, yeah. Sunny and Cher back in the day, and she's still doing her thing now, being all fabulous. So it was this Cher doll where, because you know she's known for the long, flowing tresses. Yeah. So it was this Cher where you could actually rotate her scalp (laughs) so she could either have her traditional you know long black hair or if you rotated her scalp suddenly she was blonde (laughs) what in the world that is like the craziest thing i've ever heard of and of course you're making this into a toy for kids so the hair is kept getting caught up in the mechanism with the the scalp turning uh this is (laughs) this is scaring me pam (laughs) maybe we should end the icebreaker but yeah i remember that (laughs) wow great memories thank you for sharing So, people, a little something broke on the Disney horizon this week. Hmm. What would that be? Hmm. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. (gasps) That is right. (laughs) So, the day that we are recording, it was actually just yesterday. Living, if you saw my Instagram post, just living my usual Thursday life when suddenly, Star Wars invasion. (laughs) Everything Star Wars all day long. It really was. It was hilarious. So, suddenly, didn't know the day was going to be about Star Wars, but it was. Very exciting. So they've been hinting and sending out information in little dribs and drabs and making us think it was going to be even later. They said late fall. Right. And they said, I think, June for land and late fall for Disney World that Star Wars Galaxy Edge would be opening. And some people were even speculating, oh, that could even mean December because technically fall doesn't start until like, or I mean, winter doesn't start until I think it's December 22nd or something Mm -hmm. like that. So Mm -hmm. it could have even been that late. Seriously. But Pam, what's the date? So the dates for the uh, openings for each one is May 31st for land and for world, August 29th. So if you want some crazy in your life, you plan your trips to each of those places on that day. Because, woo, whoa, Nelly, that is going to be a sight. It is going to be super cray-cray. How long do you think it's going to be that way? Where it's just, you can't even imagine setting a foot within Hollywood Studios. Well, How long? I feel like at least the first year. <gasps> because if you think about it, even Pandora uh-huh. to get Flight of Passage, oh, yeah. it is still like two hour long wait times for uh-huh. that ride. And that's been open for how long is Pandora? Maybe a couple years now? This is true. 
It's been a very long time. I've never been through like the regular queue, mm -hmm. except maybe at rope drop when you're just sort of you know mm -hmm. going through really quickly because mm -hmm. it's rope drop. But yeah, I can't imagine. And so having a trip within a short time of that. And so if Ooh. you think that that's how Pandora is, and you don't really have like the Pandora, the Avatar fans, like you do the right. Star Wars oh, fans. Oh, yes. So I have a feeling that this is going to be out of control Absolutely. for a long time, for a long time. I'm also thinking if you did not already have a trip planned within mm -hmm. the, say the first few, the rest of 2019, Let's say after the, these places open on each coast. Yeah. It might be really hard getting rooms. It might yes. be hard to do that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I got to say, glad we have our rooms for our fall trip already. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When are you going, Pam? Less than a month and a half after this thing opens. It's going to be a zoo. <laughs> Woman such a zoo. I can picture um, Sam just being like, all right, I'll be at, at Galaxy's Edge the whole time. Uh, like, y'all go do your thing because he is quite the star oh, wars fan he's a huge star wars fan he's just gonna be there all the time all the time you and will not be able to pull him out and it's the type of thing where i might want to go one day just to see yeah. what's happening but i know the crowds are going to be so intense that i won't be able to handle i am claustrophobic just uh, thinking about being there uh, that's cray cray well let's talk about what will be there because it does sound really exciting it does especially if you are the mega star wars fan and we know a lot of you are more power to you mm-hmm so first thing we're going to talk about is the merch. There's going to be a lot of merch. This is right up your alley, Pam. <laughs> merch is, not necessarily Star Wars merch. So we'll have to see if that fits in to a Pam way of thinking. Or if my husband becomes the merch guy. <laughs> wanting all the merch all the time. We will have to see. How many Star Wars t-shirts can you have? <laughs> Probably a lot. Well, Probably like, a lot. Yeah, it sounds like not even just t-shirts. So there are four different places that we're seeing where you can, they're called Black Spire Outpost Shops because Disney will find a way to take your money from you if they can. Of course. So I'm sure there'll be something for everybody. So the names of the four stores are the Toydarian Toymaker. I think that sounds cute. <laughs> uh, listed as Explore, a whimsical work workshop filled with handcrafted toys by local artisans. Then we have Doc Ondar's Den of Antiquities. Ooh. Find rare and unique artifacts. Collected by le legendary antiquities dealers. Mind you, these antiquities probably were manufactured within the past two weeks, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> and Amy, what are the other two? We've got the Creature Stall. Discover exotic creatures and critters from around the galaxy and even take one home. I don't want to take home any critters, Amy. But you know what? Because we were just speaking of pandora yeah that there is that shop in pandora yes. where you can get that little dragony thing <laughs> you know what i'm talking about he actually like sits on your shoulder mm -hmm. and he That's like avatar right yeah yeah is that what they're called no we should know this. we should no like the <laughs> avatar is more the person these are like the dragon thingies that you ride yeah this is true it, like the ones that you ride in Flight of Passage. Right. Correct. Correct. Anyways. So that's kind of what I'm picturing. Uh -huh. And then we also have Black Spire Outfitters. Outfit yourself for galactic adventures at this colorful apparel shop. Oh, yeah. That's where you'll get all your, your stuff. So let us say from the get-go that we are getting this information from Disney itself, their official website. And we will put the link to this because it's a fairly long link, I believe. We'll put the link to this in the show notes if you want the official information, the official news from Disney itself, from the source. We'll put it there and you can go research your little hearts out. But as you know, we're not here so much to give you the Disney news, but to judge 
the Disney news. Yes, that, that is, is what correct. we're doing today. So, Amy, in terms of merchandise, what is your? Uh, and we haven't seen it yet, so we don't know. Right, right. But what is your feeling for what the merchandise is going to be? Do you imagine yourself finding something? that you would actually want to spend money on and take home, being the person you are, not a huge mm-hmm, Star Wars mm-hmm. fan. Right. So, yeah, I guess going into it, I should say that I'm not really a Star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, like, a big merch person that's true. either. Like, that's usually true. when we go on our trips, we get a Christmas ornament uh-huh. and smash pennies. And uh-huh. that's, like, the extent of our merch. But with mm. that being said... That being said... I am giving this a two thumbs up because if you go and you look at the website... Yeah. And you see the pictures for these different outposts... Uh-huh. I'm judging it not so much for the merch because we don't really know what the merch is. But I'm judging it for the the pictures... The artist concept of what these like stores are going to look mm. like because they're it's not like you go into the Disney store. Right. It's you're actually in in Batu yes. in Galaxy's Edge. And so yeah. even if you can't appreciate all the merchandise, mm-hmm. you're in a whole nother land. Like a very themed experience. Yes. Whether you're wanting to spend the money or not, you're in a very themed ex- I get that. Yeah. So I I just think that it's incredible the length Yes. That Disney will go to to create a whole nother world, a whole nother environment for you to be in. Even if you are just buying a t-shirt. Right. You don't feel like, I've just walked into a gift shop. Right. Because right. even just walking into that outpost is a whole experience in and of itself. And I think that maybe there might be, and I'm just speculating here, mm. but there might be some like interactive things mm. to do in yeah. some of these Shops like we're going to talk about, there's one you build a lightsaber or you can build a droid or this toy maker one that Mm -hmm. you were talking about, Pam. Toydarian toy maker. Toydarian toy maker. It's actually the story concept. There's, and again, there's a story concept behind all these things, which is great. So that this guy, he makes these handmade collectibles. So I wouldn't be surprised if there actually is somebody there. Oh. Yeah. Making something. So again, that's cool. just speculation. But I think Disney, if you didn't plan that, make it happen because that yeah. Amy had a very cool idea. <laughs> but I mean, I think it will be like very mm-hmm. interactive. Mm-hmm. So, and there will probably be plenty of like Star Wars characters walking in and out of the shops and things like, you know. So I think I give it two thumbs up because I feel like it'll just be a good immersive time. I love that. So you were talking about the Pandora thing. So I can totally get it from the Pandora point of view because I go into Pandora. Land of Avatar there at Animal Kingdom. I walk around very immersive. Mm-hmm, I love mm-hmm. just the photographs you can get, the immersive experience. I go into the gift shop. Am I interested in any of the merch? No. no. Which is showing me that Disney, I, I'm a merchy kind of person to begin with, so if I'm not interested in buying anything. You're kind of missing out here. But <laughs> I love the experience of being in the land, and yeah. that should carry over to the store. So I go with the two thumbs up. I think there will be a lot of things for a lot of people. So not just you know, the the 50-year-old geeks who remember Star Wars from back <laughs> in the day. And they wear the geek thing with, with pride. But also, you know, kids of today as well as, you know, men or women or whoever. People loving a little Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah, so I give it two thumbs up. All At right. Preview. Preview, two thumbs up. We'll rate it again later. Oh, better believe we will. <laughs> that is what we do. Woman, it's time to talk about food. Girl, I could always talk about food. Because if you're out there rebelling against the Empire... You know what that does? It gets you kind of hangry. Oh, yeah. And you better be feeding yourself to keep up that energy because, whew, those Sith Lords comes at you and 
<laughs> you got to keep up the energy to be fighting them off with those lightsabers. Pam, mm-hmm. funny side story. <laughs> okay. My my boys, they saved up enough snow shoveling money to buy oh. Xbox for themselves. Awesome. And they got this game called Battlefront. Yes. I think it's called. Are Battle you? Front. Okay. Yes. See, like it's this is. kind of famous, Amy. This is what I don't know, but now I'm in this world because I have preteen yeah. sons. Yes, so. yes, yes. Guess what? what? I, first of all, I'm really bad at oh, the yeah. Xbox. Yeah, like, yeah, you have yeah. to learn how to walk and look at the uh, same time. And yeah. it takes a lot of coordination, a lot yeah, of skill. Yeah. But I'm getting better. But Good. guess what? I was playing Battlefront the other day. Yes. And I got to be. Leia? No, not Darth Vader, the other one. Luke Skywalker? Nope. The other bad guy. Darth Maul? Yeah. I think it was Darth Maul. Please edit all this out. You can see what a strong Star Wars fan Amy is. Oh my god. The other bad guy. Okay, tell us all about being the other bad guy. So I was the bad guy, Yeah. but as my weapon, instead of actually having some sort of like gun or something, mm-hmm. I got to have the lightsaber. The double-sided one? The double. that's what he carries. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I slayed like six guys Ooh. in a row. Like you I was- damaged damage with that double-sided lightsaber. I was awesome. I can't lie. So- <laughs> I got my Star Wars on, and I was, like, really proud of myself. That's awesome. That I don't know awesome. how we went to that. It's what Star just happened? Wars. It's all good. It's all yeah. good. But we're actually talking about dining. <laughs> <laughs> I think, as you said, we would get hangry and have to fight oh, all the bad guys. Oh, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So when you get hangry, when you're fighting off the bad guys, whether they're red in the face or green in the face or whatever they are, perhaps you're wanting a little blue or green milk uh, or perhaps not Pam so if you are wanting the blue or green <laughs> milk you can step over to the milk stand Ew. where they're going to be selling that I gotta say from initial take I'm gonna say thumbs down yeah it doesn't sound and they've put out what the flavor is going to be evidently the blue is going to be more of a melony kind of thing okay and the green is some other flavor I, I don't want milk that tastes like lemon or melon rather I, I don't know. It's not appealing to me right now. Yeah, and I think these are not, it's not actually milk. I think it's going to be dairy-free. Okay. We'll have to double check on that. Like a Dole Whip kind of thing? Yeah. But, yeah, just the idea of calling it milk. Like, call it some other type of beverage then. Well, and then there was that nasty scene with Luke Skywalker yeah. where he was milking those things. And oh. I think that's why they have to call oh. it milk because it is like... Well, the, the boom wick actually came up in the original Star Wars, which was episode four, because that's... Look at you! Um, oh, honey, I'm married to Sam. I know quite a bit of wow. Star Wars. Yeah. So he, that was the original reference to blue milk. Well... Because Aunt What's-Her-Face was, peri- was pouring blue milk. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I think we both rate this... Uh, what yeah, a thumbs no, down maybe yeah, not for me not for me yeah so moving on to another eating establishment which is called docking bay seven food and cargo where hungry travelers can head inside a working hangar bay to feast on galactic favorites now this is a little bit interesting it's a hangar bay one would think for starships and whatever yeah Seen enough you know of the star wars movies to realize there aren't sit-down restaurants or whatever in the middle of those hangar bays <laughs> it's a hangar bay people i don't understand uh... But hopefully the food will be good. But you know why? Mm-hmm. I think they picked this is because it's going to be like a big indoor area. Oh, that will be good. Because, get us out of that. Yeah, heat. with the hangar bay, you can yeah. pump that air conditioning in, and I think mm-hmm. that will be a very good relief mm-hmm. from Absolutely. the rest of Galaxy's Edge. And the one picture they're showing us of the food <laughs> looks really good. It looks like some shrimp and. Is that pasta or maybe yeah. sort of an Asian rice noodle kind mm-hmm, of thing? Mm-hmm. And I, I even like like the silverware. 
That looks oh, really cool. Oh, yeah. The plates. It does look like, yeah, very much like Satuli Canteen. It's kind of otherworldly. Yes. Mm-hmm. With real dishes and real silverware. Oh, I hope so. You don't think but that's it's plastic? A, no, I think that's real. Okay. But, it, I mean, it's quick service. So that's great because I yeah. think there, there definitely needs to be more quick service, especially yeah. in Hollywood oh, Studios, yes. which does not have, like, the greatest selection. Okay, Pam Cakes. And another thing that they have there as far as the eating-wise mm-hmm. goes is Oga's Cantina. Yeah. This which, is a big one. This is a big one, which we've talked about in a previous news episode. Sure. Because we just found out that they will have alcohol, but you have to keep yes. it in the cantina. This is true. This is true. So it's mostly, it seems like it's just going to be drinks and then like bar type food. I hope, so right now I'm giving it the one thumb up and the one thumb in between because I'm hearing about snazzy alcoholic drinks such as the Jedi Mind Trick, which sounds lots of fun. <laughs> I cannot have alcohol, so you better have some really fun non-alcoholic mocktails or whatever you want to call them that I can enjoy that are not just like kitty drinks. Well, I think they w- there will be because it, it does say enticing concoctions that will delight even the youngest crew members. Okay, good. So I think that there will definitely be family-friendly, like, alcohol-free drinks. Good, good, good. Yeah. And this, of course, is based on the iconic cantina scene in the first movie. So that's not that same cantina, but, you know, the cantina where we first meet uh, Han Solo and all of that fabulous stuff. So Mm -hmm, mm this will be a very exciting place uh, just to be in and see and... It's going to be crowded with 10 billion people. Oh. I think Oga is going to be like, I need more more help behind the bar. Yeah. At my cantina because there's like a thousand people. Absolutely. So, so yeah. Here's a line from the Disney website that I find interesting. It says, the cantina adheres to proprietor Oga Gara's strict code of conduct, but patrons can be <clears throat> unpredictable. So just keep your head down and drink casual. So I wonder what the unpredictable is going to be. If maybe there'll be some aliens showing up with some... Like roaming around and harassing you? Yes. Uh, Who knows? Who knows? (laughs) I I look forward to finding out. I don't want to be harassed by an alien. (laughs) (laughs) All your harassing should come from humans. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Oh, boy. So we're definitely going to have our fill of food and drink. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But also our fill of playtime, because evidently they're making use of this new Disney or play Disney Parks app. Have you used this before in the parks? You know what? I've downloaded it on my phone, mm-hmm. and I've done the. There's like quiz, que- like trivia questions. Oh yeah, yeah. So I've done that before, but I I don't think I've really utilized the app to its fullest. Right. I I have not either. One of the things that you can do besides the those trivia questions it'll interact with you in different attractions that you're in and evidently uh, the people have decided at Disney World to have this interact with you while you're in Star Wars land Galaxy's Edge to be able to accrue points in different games I'm not who knows I mean we'll have to get the details once it really happens something I do like the app for is one of the if you have a subscription to Apple Music, which our family does, mm-hmm. then you have the option of getting all of the playlists from the different parks. Oh. And you can download those onto your phone. So now I have like downloaded playlists. That's cool. Of like the background music that they use and things. It's like, I like that. That's I love fun. that because yeah. that can just spice up your day. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, very fun. Very fun. So looking forward to see how they will use this whole app to make things even more interactive. Yes. Mm-hmm. We love interactive. 
And speaking of interactive, we we talked about this very briefly, uh-huh. but there are going to be two shops that you can kind of like build your own. Well, one is lightsabers. Mm-hmm. Build your own custom lightsaber. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is you can design your own droid. That's so cute. So I know we've done this before, the droid one, because they had over by Star Tours when you come oh, out and you yeah, exit yeah. into that gift shop. Which is the same place where you do the lightsabers if you mm-hmm. wanted to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there are just like tiny little build your own droids. Mm-hmm. I think it was like three for 20 bucks or something Ooh. like that. You get to build your own. But I'm... I don't know. I feel like these might be bigger or just more options. Yeah, they're not really giving us information on the size of them. So the idea is that you assemble a custom astromech unit. That that gives us a lot of information. (laughs) I don't know what that means. Pick from the popular BB series or R series and then begin designing, building, and activating your droid. I mean, it sounds like fun, but I wonder what size they're going to be. So activating, it makes it seem, it might be more like robotic than just a a stationary figure. Or like a figurine that you just stick on your shelf. So that would be kind of Maybe sort of a remote control kind of thing, I'm thinking. I'm thinking this could be expensive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and I'm thinking plenty of people would pay for it, so you might as That's well. That's true. Disney, you might as well, you know, crank up the oh, price on this. Oh, they know. I have also heard from a different podcast that the lightsaber experience, because you already have a place right now, right after Star Tours, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. where you can go in and build your own lightsaber if you're so inclined. I've never done this, but one certainly can. And so I thought, oh, you know, I'll be the same thing. But no, these are evidently much more snazzed up kind of lightsabers, you know, heavier and with just a more, quote, real feel to them. (laughs) (laughs) So I look forward to seeing that. And I think both of the experience get the thumbs up for me. I judge them with a yes. How about you, Amy? I say thumbs up, but I do hope that they make it affordable enough for families because especially if you go there and you have multiple children, like everyone's going to want a lightsaber or whatever. And so obviously you're at Disney, so you do need to figure out your budgeting and all of that. But I am just curious to know how much this will cost. I know. So Disney, please don't just price things for the Star Wars collectors. Price things for yes. families, for you know kids. If you want to get your son or daughter, you know, a droid, lightsaber, yeah, so that you won't feel like, oh, I can't spend that kind of money because mm-hmm. you know. So I give it a thumbs up because okay. I love the interactive. I love that you can build your own, make mm-hmm. your own. I love that part mm-hmm. of it. So mm-hmm. yes, I'm just hoping for something affordable. Something affordable. Yep. All right. So the last. And certainly not the least, we have saved the best for last. There are going to be two attractions. So for one of the attractions, Star Wars Rise of the Resistance, they're actually opening that not on opening day, but they're going to open that in their phase two. And we're getting this information from WDW News Today. We will link that in our show notes. So according to them, this is going to be the most ambitious, immersive, and advanced attraction that ever imagined that would put guests in the middle of a climactic, why are you laughing, climactic battle between the First Order and the Resistance, and will blur the lines between fantasy and reality. Because, okay, that's nothing you have to live up to. Goodness. <laughs> wow. Wow. So I guess they're opening that up later on in the year. Well, I give it thumbs down that it's not mm. going to, I mean, if you're going to open it, why can't it all just be open? I know. Are I, you still going to be doing construction and then they're... Oh, I hope not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ooh, like, are there still going to be those walls blocking off certain oh, areas because you're so working on something? I'm so done with those. I'm done with the walls. Right. They need to go away. So, thumbs down for me because I feel like if you're going to open Star Wars Land, or Star Wars Land, <laughs> look at me, I sound like a rookie. <laughs> no, 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 no. Galaxy's Edge. Uh-huh. If you're going to open Galaxy's Edge, then 
open it with yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah. So, eh. So, opening actually on August 29th, which I know is going to be the highlight for very, very many people, will be your chance to be in Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. Oh, my goodness. So, the famous ship of Han Solo that he won in a game, and it is every, you know, Star Wars aficionado's dream to be aboard the Falcon and to, oh, yeah. to ride that thing, to fight off the bad guys, etc., etc., etc. So, going to be a lot of fun. It looks like it's a type of thing where you can hold six people at once within your cockpit of the of the ship. And, you and might, it's interactive. It's like interactive. It's got the, the steering wheels and the gear shifts and all that. Mm -hmm. We sound very technical. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, we did not design this attraction. Clearly not. Well, it's saying that, according to the Disney website, you mm -hmm. have to be 38 inches or taller. So that gives us kind of an idea of how mm -hmm. intense it will be. Yeah. Because if there are height restrictions, you know, the higher the height restriction, the more intense the ride is. Also, please do us a favor and measure your kids before you actually go. Yeah. Pam, when we were there the last time and we actually did do standby uh -huh. for Flight of Passage, which was like a two-hour wait. Yeah. We get up to the front, and guess what? There was like a family right next to us, Aww. and the kid was not tall enough. And the I felt bad for the poor Aww. cast member because yeah. they're you know nicely saying, "I'm very sorry, but yeah. you know it is our policy, it is our protocol. We cannot, for safety reasons, let yeah. your child ride yeah. this." And then there was yeah. like a whole thing. Yeah. So just know before you go. Know before you go. Do your measurements. Absolutely. So it's listing this as a thrill ride with small drops. Dark and loud. I think you could do this, Pam. <laughs> okay, the only thing I'm concerned about this is that it's giving off a little bit of a vibe like like Mission Space, which I did not enjoy. But it seems like the less intense version. I hope well the less intense version is fine. Yes. Yeah. I, I hope so. It better not Disney, don't make this into another mission space because I had an <clears throat> unfortunate incident after the first time I rode that thing. Mm -hmm. And I didn't write it afterwards again. Well, Pam, all it says is that you should be in good health and free from high blood pressure, heart, back, or neck problems, motion sickness, or other conditions that could be aggravated by this adventure. Expectant mothers should not ride. Boom. Done. <laughs> that that covers think, like 90% of the population. <laughs> Anyhow, I give it a thumbs up. I think it's going to be fun. I think the lines are going to be... Crazy. Oh. They're going to be like literally... Out the door from Hollywood uh -huh. Studios, down the walkway, into Epcot, over the bridge, around the World Showcase. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you, when I'm going in October for October trip, I'm going to be so on top of those fast passes. Girl, you have to be. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. And mm. be ready for just big crowds everywhere because so many people are going to come just to be on that thing. It's going to be crazy. Good luck. May the <laughs> force you. be with you. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. That's it for this week. We would love to get to know you through social media. You can reach us at SpoonfulPod. That's S-P-O-O-N-F-U-L-P-O-D at gmail.com. We're also at SpoonfulPod on both Twitter and Instagram. And of course, you can also like us at Facebook.com slash SpoonfulPod. 
Please subscribe and rate and review us on iTunes. And now you can also find your favorite sprinkle of Disney sugar on Google Play Music, as well as Stitcher Radio, Podbean, and TuneIn Radio. Thanks for joining us and sprinkling a little sugar into your day. Thanks for listening. Spoonful out. Thank you.